Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 38th episode of the Neptunian Serenity podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a tarot reading, especially for the sign of Aquarius, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be devotion. So welcome, my beautiful Aquarians, and welcome to your reading, your installment, your episode in this series of devotion readings, which I'm doing this month on the podcast. In case you don't know how we do things over here, every single month I make a series of uh, tarot readings. I make 12 episodes, one for each zodiac sign on the same theme, and then when that's done, I make a new one with a new theme. <laughs> keeping myself busy, keeping myself doing what I love, uh, keeping myself being of service, um, and hopefully providing something um, helpful and entertaining to you all. Um, so we choose a new, well, I don't, I say we because I'm like, we at the podcast, but it's really, it's just me, okay? Maybe I'm saying we because like me in spirit, that sounds great. Um, <laughs> we choose a new uh, theme every month, but it's never a random one because it's always a theme that's associated with the current zodiac season that we're in, okay? Um, and by the time I'm getting to your reading, a little disclaimer, like, yes, it is, like, because the devotion readings were for Capricorn season, I wasn't able to start the series, like, early enough in the season to finish it while it was still Capricorn season. Right now, it's technically, well, not technically, it is Aquarius season. By the way, happy birthday. If you're an Aquarius son, happy birthday. But, um, because, because of health reasons, actually, but, um, it happens, and, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I trust that it, it happens the way it's meant to be, and I never want to, like, stress myself, myself out with that kind of stuff, so here we are, but we're gonna finish up this devotion reading series with you, and then with Pisces, and then after that, I have a really exciting episode coming out, um, that's gonna be different. It's gonna be a pick a pile, which I've done twice on this, uh, podcast now and something I want to do I've been thinking about doing because it's something I saw I could do when I first signed up uh, like on Anchor was to like set up a subscription system for those of you who really enjoy the way that I read and want to get some more stuff something that's a bit different something that's exclusive um, and also to support me and what I do um, I want to continue these series for free and then every month I'll also have a pick a pile uh, for my subscribers, okay, the subscription is going to be $15 monthly Canadian dollar, and um, yeah, so as a pick a pile, you get at least one reading, you can get more than one pile if you want to, the pick a piles are typically three to four piles, and yes, every pile is like pretty much as long as this, as these readings, like every pile is like almost an hour long, okay, so you're getting just as much, if not more, and this month, and you know, I'm open to um, receiving requests or um, ideas of topics to uh, explore in the pickup house from the subscribers, by the way, so you'll also get to request that if you join, which well, it's going to be really fun. This month, I, it's an idea that came to me kind of out of the blue, intuition, you could say, and it is just such a fun one. I've never seen it done. I'm sure it's probably been done because there's so much stuff out there and there's so many people doing tarot, but I've never seen it done. It's really cool. It's new. It's different. It's innovative, aka perfect for a queer season and a little bit, bit weird, but that's why we love it. Exactly like you, my loves. <laughs> 
Um, the big about that we're doing is who would you be or who are you in a different dimension? Isn't that so fucking cool? I'm so excited about it, as you can tell. And by now, I've recorded the first two piles already. And they were both so much fun and so cool and so different. And I'm I'm just I'm I'm having so I'm having such a blast that I'm considering adding on a fourth pile that was unplanned and then do, redoing the intro because I'm like I want to keep doing it, but we'll see. So <laughs> when I figured out how to set that up, uh, and if you see on the podcast that, that episode is out, um, you'll be able to um access it if you want to be part of um part of the team, part of the subscription squad or whatever, whatever I'm going to call it. Um, that's going to be really, really great. And that's only this month. So that's going to keep on going. But if you only enjoy these, um, monthly Zodiac readings as well, or if you can only support me through that, then that's also really, really great. And, uh, let's focus on that because that's what we're here to do. Okay. So devotion readings in honor of Capricorn season. So what is a devotion reading? Well, obviously every, when I do these series, I pick topics that can be very broad and can lead us many different directions because well I want to read from many different kinds of people in many different phases of their lives because otherwise it would be boring and um like for me and for you because I'm doing 12 different readings that are almost an hour long each right we want to keep something that's not too pinpoint so that it gets you know there's a variety um but essentially we're just asking spirit to come through for you and um talk to you about devotion like is there anything that you need to know about devotion it could be your perspective of devotion your definition of devotion who or what you're devoted to right now who or what you should be devoted to uh next um you know if you're devoted to something or if you have a goal are you devoting yourself to it in a way that helps you achieve it or is actively um not helping you um it could be all types of things okay But that's kind of the gist of it. So if you want to hear about that, then keep listening because we're going to get into it right now. All right, Aquarius, let's get into your reading without any further ado. You had a pretty long intro, but that's just because I like chatting with you. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Here's how we're going to proceed for your reading, okay? I have pre-pulled a few cards here. And disclaimer, all the cards I've pre-pulled, I didn't look at. I don't know what they are, just like you. Most of them we're going to keep for the end. We're going to set aside. But there is one of those pre-pulled cards that we're going to take a look at right away and start with, and that is your crystal card, okay? You have a crystal card. I pull the crystal card for every sign for this devotion series. Um, And this is from the Mystic Mondays Crystal Grid Oracle. Um, On one side of um, the card, there's a picture of the crystal, which is what I'm seeing. On the other side, there's the name of the crystal, what it does, what it represents, and why you may have picked it, a little message with some keywords and etc., all that kind of stuff. Um, So we're going to take a look at that first. And afterwards, after that, we're going to pull some tarot life. I'm going to pull some tarot life and we're really going to get into it, like what you need to know about devotion. And then at the end, we'll go back to those other pre-pulled oracle cards that I mentioned earlier. Okay, so another little PSA, last thing before we get into it. If you want to see your cards, you can just go over to my Instagram after listening to the episode. And uh, with my Instagram is also Neptunian Serenity. Follow me over there if you don't already to get more content and more updates from me. Um, 
Uh, the link is always in the description of the episode, by the way. And uh, look through my reels or in the highlight of my profile called podcast. I always take videos of the spreads on my phone after recording an episode and I eventually make them into reels or or I'll at least put it in the in the highlight. Okay, if you can find it, let me know. It can take up to a couple of days after the episode goes live for me to um, post it, okay? But it's going to be there somewhere, okay? So, and again, I suggest you go uh, see that at the end of the reading because I think it's fun to get the surprise through the reading uh, of what cards are going to come out, okay? So, your crystal card, most of the other signs, I was like, I don't know what crystal this is, even though I could see the image, because I'm not like a crystal expert. I don't use this deck that often, honestly. Um, so, most of them I can't necessarily recognize, but this one I'm pretty sure is sapphire, okay? Like, it is just like an oval, um, deep royal blue, very beautiful, and I'm pretty sure it's sapphire, but let's see if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> Yes, that's what it is. I was pretty sure. Sapphire, and then some keywords are royalty, wisdom, and knowledge. The astrological correspondences, which I'm not sure. I need to look up eventually, like, where that comes from. Like, who decided this? Because um, I'm curious. I'm going to mention them because I mentioned everything that's on the card, but that's kind of like, take it with a grain of, with a grain of salt. It's a Virgo, Libra, Sagittarius, and Moon, and Saturn, Okay. Here's the message for you of Sapphire. Fairness rules the kingdom when Sapphire wears the crown. Sapphire wields its power through kindness and wise judgment, bringing good luck and fortune to those who wear it. A gem with a regal presence throughout history, Sapphire is considered to be sacred, representing celestial hope and faith. Known as the Stone of Wisdom, Sapphire enhances focus, concentration, and learning abilities. Sapphire activates the third eye and throat chakras, guiding you toward knowledge beyond this stratosphere. Okay, ooh, interesting, interesting. <laughs> okay. So we have a lot of stuff about accessing really sacred knowledge and wisdom. And also having somewhat of a high status because it represents royalty, right? Either literal or kind of metaphorical. Um, hierarchy has kind of always been a thing in, in amongst humans, even though it's showed up in many different ways. And as you can hear, I'm pulling the tarot right now. Um, to get more info, maybe this is spirit wanting you to devote yourself to the quest of sacred wisdom. Um... Yeah, that's really interesting. I really like this vibe and just this gorgeous deep blue color is just really adding to it all. I love it. Okay, and I feel very like intrigued and like seduced by this crystal. Not to be like, you know, I'm fine, but like there's something about this whole thing that's kind of like enchanting or something or entrancing. Is that a word? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let's get some info spirit. Why do you want to tell Aquarius about so many reversed cards I'm pulling right now? What the hell? <laughs> Let's get two more. Can we get one last one, please? One last card for Aquarius. Oh my god, are you kidding? That's hilarious. Okay. Right now on the table, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards on the table, and you only have one of them that's upright and not in reverse. 
and it is the first one that I pulled and it's the one in the center and also your card at the bottom of the deck is also upright um <laughs> oh and they're both major arcana <laughs> this is so intense just like your sapphire crystal like of course out of all the freaking crystals you know some people get like strawberry quartz or something like that and it's cute but it's a bit silly and it's just you know it's not really like oh a precious gem and you get like the sapphire the the, the gem and crystal of the royals for centuries <laughs> across human civilization you know something so like dramatic it's like okay okay that's why when i first pulled this card out the crystal card before I even pulled the chart, I was like, okay, there's something going on here. I see you, Aquarius. I see you. Um, <laughs> so what are those cards, actually? Let me tell you. So the one... Let me start with the... What do I even start? want to start with? I feel like I'm like playing a game of withholding information and giving it to you, like teasing you. Why do I keep going back? I was like, I'm seduced by the card. Now I'm like, I'm teasing you. Like, what is that about? Hmm? What is that about? <laughs> There's something sensual or sexual going on here around this. I don't know. Possibly. Um, but there's definitely something about um, the vocabulary I'm using. And it always has something to do with your energy. Um, okay. So your card in the middle, the one that's upright, the one that's special. And it's the card is even like a very similar color to the sapphire card you know, if that wasn't enough already, it is the justice card. Ta-ta-da! And your card at the bottom, bottom of the deck is the high priestess, right? Also upright. Your cards in reverse are the four of swords, the seven of cups, the star clarified by the six of swords, the five of pentacles, which is underneath the, the justice card, and then the ten of swords and the three of cups. Hmm. There's something about you being kind of thrown into a position of authority is what I'm getting. Some kind of high status, some kind of, it's something that has strong, big responsibilities, but also big rewards is what I'm getting. Um, that could very much have something to do with the Saturn in Aquarius transit, which is almost coming to an end, actually. And for me, I'm like, fucking finally, and maybe you too, because it's been, uh, with how my chart is, is set up, it's been pretty, cha pretty challenging. But um, <laughs> you having Aquarius placements, yes, it's challenging to have a Saturn transit, making a conjunction to that. But at the same time, Saturn pushes you to your limit, pushes you to transcend your own limits, to work even harder, to be even more dedicated so that you become great so that you master your craft so that you um kind of achieve your full potential which you wouldn't have if you hadn't been so pushed to do it that's kind of the essence of saturn saturn isn't here to punish saturn isn't here to screw you over or just you know hate you for no reason that's not what saturn is about or at least that's not what it should be about and um with the fact that this transit is almost done, you know, to give you an idea, and even if you're listening to this a really long time from now, readings always carry the astrological energy of the moment that they're recorded in, or or filmed in, or whatever, so right now when I'm recording, Saturn is in Aquarius, so that is 
and I'm sorry for that fucking noise. Okay, if someone would like to like not destroy the kitchen upstairs, that would be great while I'm recording. Um, sorry. What was I saying? I was talking about Saturn. Great. Yes, okay, thank you. This uh, reading will always carry this energy of Saturn and Aquarius because Saturn is in Aquarius when I'm recording it, even if when you're listening to it, it's not in Aquarius anymore, okay? Um, and so this transit is almost done, okay? Saturn has been in Aquarius since December 2020 and will leave Aquarius in March 2023. So literally like less than two months from the moment I'm recording this. And, um, sorry, I keep having these little burps or these little, like, hiccups. Um, <sighs> you being on the last leg of this Saturn and Aquarius transit, it's kind of a show or a sign that, you know, maybe you were more in the restrictive, challenging part of Saturn earlier, but you've been learning, you've been growing, and now you're much closer, clo much closer to the step in the Saturn journey, so to say, where you're at mastery. And I think that, I think some of you haven't been thrown in this position of authority yet, but like it's coming soon. And this is why you're meant to hear this reading right now to kind of know about it as like a heads up. Spirit, spirit is willing to give you that. Um, I'm hearing Spirit is willing to give you that much. Um, which, thank you, Spirit. <laughs> I'm sure they're very thankful for that. Uh, because the Justice card here is just really something. <coughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just keep feeling my throat is dry the more I'm drinking, which is like makes no sense because it should be the other way around that's really annoying oh, okay there are like so many little things that are distracting me right now what does this have to do with this <laughs> now we have no choice but to look at the surrounding cards and not just focus on the card that's upright and that's like ooh, that's cool that's fancy that's like impressive because there's still a lot of inner agitation here on the outside you're going to look on top of your shit on the outside you're going to look successful um you're going to look like you are achieving new heights kind of thing because you will be at the same time there's still going to be a lot of inner agitation okay um because that's how life works sometimes i just you know, being in like the healing profession, spiritual community, that kind of thing, and consuming a lot of that kind of content online. There, you know, a lot of people when they seek help or when they seek like a therapist or a life coach or a healer or whatever, they do it because they're like, I just want to feel good. I want to feel good. They're always talking about feelings when it's like we cannot control our feelings. And yes, it's true that like, for the big underlying feelings that are kind of a constant or, ta or last a long time, we can kind of organize our life in a way that like, is going to help us. You know, it's not like we have zero influence over our feelings, but that is like when we, repro we program stuff and we plan for like future feelings, so to say, 
when they come up, like there's no way to control them or repress them or reject them or not, or, or whatnot. And the thing is, like, even if you have the perfect life that you're dreaming of right now, whatever that may be, like, no human being will ever, 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 ever have a life where they just feel happy and good and have no problem all the time. That is fucking impossible. And I wish more people would realize that. You know, if you're dreaming of having an an awesome soulmate type relationship, even if you're in that type of relationship, you're still going to have issues. You're still going to have conflicts sometimes. You're still going to have disagreements. You're still going to have fears and worries and, 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 and you know, some um, patterns of yours and of theirs coming up. Like, that's still going to happen. Like, you're not going to be like, you're still going to have moments when you feel scared, when you feel stressed, when you feel hurt, when you feel anxious, when you feel angry you know all those types of things they're still gonna come up maybe not as often as with somebody you know who was not a not as much as a right fit for you or didn't treat you right or whatever that's true but it's still gonna happen and it doesn't negate the fact that this person you have like a soulmate type level of relationship with this person okay that's just one example but whatever it is that you may dream about like perfect career or this big breakthrough or love or i don't know children or changing the world i don't know okay whatever it may be it's like yeah you can have that and maybe you're going to actually start having that that's not just going to rid you of your mental and emotional agitation just because you've gotten here now okay even the people who seem the most successful or even who seem the happiest have their moments because like emotions human beings are always meant to experience all different types of emotions throughout their life having better circumstances on the outside it's not a shield for difficult emotional reactions and experiences you're never going to have a life where you never feel uncomfortable emotions okay and that is just something that you have to accept and you have to deal with like that's part of being human and i'm sorry but you chose to be human (laughs) um (laughs) okay um yeah so it's not about focusing on the feelings too much like that is so like i mean it's not strange obviously i understand and obviously i've done it before but when people and obviously now i have like a new perspective when i'm kind of the one in the position of like being the coach being the guide um, being the healer, that kind of thing, and I'm in the position to, like, often when I'm the one helping somebody else, and it's like, what kind of life would you want, and it's like, when you ask that to people, a lot of the time, they're gonna tell you, they're gonna tell you how they want to feel on a day-to-day basis in their life, and a lot of the time, they will not say that outright, they will associate superficial or external I'm not saying superficial in a judgmental way. Superficial or external circumstances as controlling their inner emotions. Like, if I have, like, they're going to say, like, what kind of life do you want to have? I want to have a life with that kind of money or that kind of job or that kind of relationship because they think if I have that, then I'm going to feel really, really, really good on a day-to-day basis. But that's not a guarantee. First of all, that thing, yeah, it's probably going to make you happy. It's probably going to make your life better as a whole. It's not going to be perfect. Maybe it's not going to be what you think it is. Sometimes we have struggles, mental health issues, sadness, depression that pops up in our life without us really understanding why or without really any deeper reason. 
and sometimes you're like well why is this happening to me now when like my life is was finally lighting up the way i wanted it to sometimes it just happens we can't control it unfortunately and also there's so many different kinds of things that can, that can happen yeah maybe you one day you can have like a perfect job with like a perfect someone who's like almost a perfect partner to you which is what you're dreaming of right now or what you were dreaming of in the past but then at that moment your best friend passes away or something like that and then now you're you have your perfect life on paper but then you're also deeply grieving at the same time and those two things are not like separate experiences they're one and the same at that moment and you're gonna have moments when you feel happy you're gonna have moments when you feel sad even when you have the bestest of um circumstances your dream circumstances there's always something that can happen that's going to be challenging um that's out of your control and you may always feel well you're not always going to feel like sad or whatever it is anxious but it's gonna come up (laughs) it's gonna keep going there's no like there's no escapism there's no bypassing possible for of your emotions there's no fixing them because they don't need to be fixed this is just the natural human experience as it's meant to be. Is it okay to feel frustrated about it sometimes? Yeah. Is it understandable to be frustrated about having emotions sometimes? Yeah. Is that going to do anything? No. <laughs> Listen, spelling hard truths here, my loves. It is what it is. You know, I would love to come up with like a really big philosophical quote about how you can learn to control or master your emotions or whatever the fuck. Um, You can learn to embrace them more. You can learn to be more self-aware. You can learn to not be controlled by them, acknowledge them, um, live a bit more harmoniously with them. Yes. But that's pretty much it. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to say it is what it is because that's how it is and there's nothing more to it. Um, and I feel like that's an important thing for you to know, um, because maybe it's time for you to realize that you've been dreaming of this position of authority as a way to cope with your current circumstances, which may be less than ideal, or you just don't feel really good right now. And having this dream or this visualization or this, like, vision of you in this like dream position has been helping you cope with your current pain your current discomfort thinking like one day i can have that and then i'm gonna be great i'm gonna be awesome i'm gonna feel great i'm gonna feel awesome and it's gonna be so much better than now and yeah it's maybe gonna be better but you know if you're i don't know like for most of you this is like a career thing but it also has to do with like social status so it's something that's like respected potentially public and it also obviously has something to do with like earning more money through a better job so having more money um because justice to me i'm really seeing like a judge okay if you are literally starting to be like a lawyer or you're a lawyer right now um yeah that could happen but that's not going to be like a perfect solution to everything and i Actually, I think some of you are being thrown into that position before you are expecting it because it's you're actually meant to learn that your problems are never going to go away and you can also enjoy your life day to day in the present moment and to learn to embrace the both end of that reality 
because if right now I don't know let's say like you're waiting for maybe let's say you're waiting for a promotion this is what this is about or you're hoping to get a promotion you've applied for a promotion asked for a promotion something like that right um that could be very well one of the scenarios here for some of you um let's say like you're awaiting that and then at the same time you're struggling with a difficult relationship with your mother let's just say that okay and that is like taking its toll on you you are pretty tired um it's difficult emotionally and you're also kind of going back to a lot of things about your childhood maybe you're in therapy and still trying to like talk to her but it's triggering and is she willing to do the work you know something like that um like okay if tomorrow you get your promotion that you've been dreaming of you're gonna feel happy about the promotion right and it's gonna up your mood yeah but like when you go back to talk to your mother it's gonna be the same thing because the promotion has nothing to do with that (laughs) and you're still gonna be working through that thing with your mom the same exact way you were before getting the promotion like of course that part of your life that's of work is gonna feel much better but you're not magically gonna have a great relationship with your mom or you know whatever it may be out of that right i feel like i'm a broken record at this point but i feel like this is really the message that spirit is trying to send you and this is also like a reminder or a kind of an eye-opening thing for you because spirit is also trying to tell you like the people that you think have the perfect life like i don't know celebrities billionaires royalty whatever it may be those people that you may be very envious of which is okay to be it's okay to be envious of people but those people you think have like really happy great lives or they're just so privileged and they it's impossible for them to have problems that are that bad or something that's not actually true a lot of people have a, a lot of people have a lot of issues a lot of those people i mean all those people have their own heartbreaks and traumas and patterns and sometimes feeling of discontentment or feelings of they don't know what they want to do with their life or health issues or you know and we're not saying that to deny privilege but to say it's a lot more nuanced than your brain has been present presenting it to you because the way your brain has been presenting it to you has been a coping mechanism rather than an actual dream yeah and so i think this is going to fall into your lap or you're going to be thrown into this and i think you're actually going to be shocked like you're not going to be expecting this it's like yeah i was dreaming of that but i never thought it would actually happen or i never thought it would happen this easily or this quickly and then it happens and you're like what the fuck like oh my god and yeah it's a dream come true it is a dream come true at the same time you're still grounded you're still on earth you're not forgetting the rest of your life you're not forgetting the rest of your um the other, the other spheres of your life, including the parts that you don't feel fully content about or the parts that have challenges. Um, and it's about realizing that, yeah, this is your dream life. Dream, like, or dream life can be something that's not perfect because, you know, otherwise it's not attainable. And it could be kind of spirit's way to be like, hey, like, oh, you've been praying to us, like, I want this, I want this, I want this, and once I have this, I'm never going to ask for anything again, or I'm going to be good, or I'm going to be forever thankful, 
well, we're going to, and we've been kind of withholding it from you because we know that's not really how it works and you're not necessarily going to feel fully content all the time, even if you have this, especially with time, or you're still going to have other issues you want to pray to us about, which is fine, but you need to be aware of this. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to give it to you, see what you make with it. And they're not playing with you. They're not mocking you. That's not what it is. But they just want you to learn that that's not all there is to life. And even the richest, most famous, most privileged people haven't cracked the code of humanity or of despair or of suffering or of trauma. Okay, even they haven't cracked the fucking code of how to feel good all the time. (laughs) They haven't. That's what it is. So even if you become part of them or closer to them in social rank, like, you're going to be like, shit, why, why haven't I cracked the code yet? Why haven't I been given the secret password to the codes? Because um, there aren't any. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. And I'm not saying that, and, like, I, I'm realizing that kind of sounds a bit condescending. That's not, that wasn't my intention, genuinely. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's really what I'm seeing here. So you've been devoting yourself to working really hard on this. A lot of you, this is really about like actually like law school, or maybe you are a practicing lawyer, trying to become, get further in your career, try to, or you want to become a judge one day. Um, and it's like, yeah, you're probably going to be successful, you're probably going to be able to make it. But everything else we already talked about is why you were meant to hear this. Because spirit doesn't want you to just give up or be because the thing is if you were truly expecting your life to go and and this is probably subconscious like obviously logically you're probably thinking like no i knew my life wasn't gonna be perfect when i got this consciously but subconsciously you're probably thinking it okay is what i'm seeing otherwise this isn't your reading um spirit doesn't want you when you when you get this this is also spirit yeah spirit is kind of testing you But Spirit is also sending you to this reading because it wants you to fully enjoy this new acquisition or this new position or this new blessing when it comes. Because if it comes and then you realize it wasn't as perfect, as picture perfect as you thought, you might actually feel a lot of despair or feel a lot of resentment or just not really enjoy the blessing and just be really just have a lot of pent-up anxiety or pent-up anger or pent-up resentment or something and be like fuck that didn't do what i thought it would do spirit doesn't want you to do that it's okay to have you know contradictory feelings all kinds of feelings in that transition but spirit is like hey your life's never going to be perfect but this is generally going to be good it is genuinely going to help you with your happiness it's genuinely going to make your life better in some ways so enjoy it, okay? Make the best of it, genuinely. Otherwise, how are you going to ever enjoy anything and be grateful for anything? And that's not because they want you. They want you to be like, be grateful. No, you don't owe them anything. But, um, you know, spirit here is not like a weird Christian God that's sometimes talked about in that way. No, you don't owe this spirit and anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what you've been devoted to but what the spirit wants you to devote yourself to 
maybe just enjoying the ride. I'm gonna pull maybe another card or two to ask that. Spirit, what do you want Aquarius to devote themselves to? Huh. Anything else? That is weird. Well, it's not weird, but I think this is about something else in your life. Hmm. You are a feisty little one, aren't you? <laughs> I think you're quite a feisty person. I think you're a fighter. You're a warrior, that kind of thing. Whether you identify yourself with that or not. Um, and I think, you know, this is something different than the rest of your reading. This is about something else. Um, what Spirit wants you to devote yourself to is to... And that's going to sound kind of like a roast, but that is lovingly given... To kind of stop assuming that you kind of know everything or you know enough to tell people what to do, including the collective, like an activism, for example. Spirit is really calling you to have a life view or perspective of the world that's not always in extremes. I think that, yeah, you have difficulties holding the both and is really what I'm seeing a lot in your reading. That's a recurring theme, right? And what that means is you have difficulty just sitting and accepting the fact that we can have a lot of contradictory and paradoxical experiences, feelings, etc. happening at once and it's normal, it's okay, it doesn't deny anything, it doesn't like cancel anything out. It doesn't mean that you have to figure it out or you have to understand or you have to only have one, not at all. I think you're someone who lives in some extremes a lot and maybe with your perspective of the world as well. I do think you're quite like, and you could be into like things like social justice, but whatever it is that you believe in, you're quite passionate about. And that's okay. But I think sometimes you're just too fiery about it in the sense that like you just fight and you just argue instead of thinking what's actually something that's going to help people in the world the best you just attack kind of thing um and i think you have a very distorted persp not distorted but you it's distorted in the sense that you can only view extremes so you have moments when you're like the world is amazing there's so many great people in it and then you have moments when the world is shit everyone is evil Humans are disgusting. I hate the world. We need to die and go instinct. You know, something like really extreme like that. To heal the earth or whatever. Um, and it's like you need to have a bit more balanced view and try to hold all those truths, all those realities at once. That there's both amazing people doing amazing things and also horrible people doing horrible things. And that's we're all coexisting in that way. To accept that truth. And... Um, I'm also seeing that spirit wants you to learn and read books more. That's really coming through reading books um, about what you're passionate about or something. So what you talk about. So, for example, if what's if something you're passionate about, that's just me giving an example here. I don't know if that's what it is for you. Is feminism? Spirit is saying like, don't just. I think you've learned a lot from like um, online content, which is okay. That's there's a lot of of of, of wealth in there. 
um, and wisdom. You've learned a lot from talking to people. You've learned a lot from seeing the circumstances in which people live, you know, hearing other people's life stories. But you haven't spent as much time actually reading a lot of theory, a lot of research, a lot of studies, um, a lot of like feminist books and who were like the great authors of the past centuries and who were like, what were the different ways of feminism exactly? What kind of works were in there? What kind of, you know, to understand everything and really go in depth because that's really what the books provide us that other forms of media don't tend to provide us with as much. And so that, and that's going to help you have a more grounded, firm, and um, actually helpful view to help you with the cause that you care about, okay, instead of just always being in fight mode, which, you know, our fight mode, part of ourselves, it's really helpful sometimes, and it does, it, it really makes great activists, genuinely, but... You get carried away in that sometimes in a way that doesn't end up being helpful to the cause that you say you care about at the at, at your foundation. So like that's not the point, okay? Spirit is also saying that maybe you're into a lot of different causes at the same time and that makes it difficult to learn about something in depth or to really just do substantial change in one of the areas and you know i understand that like especially in like the kind of paradigm that we're in right now i see this happen a lot with my generation and i'm not excluding myself from that um or at least this time now you know pluto and sagittarius with like connection and uranus in uh, aquarius like very very freedom oriented uh humanitarian oriented generation us that we are gen z um, and, you know, with the internet, there's always someone talking about, like, this is happening to this, to, to these people, this is happening there, this is happening there, there's always someone to report on all the catastrophes, all the violation of human rights, and that's always very infuriating and, and, and hurtful, and we always want to do something about it, and also, we can't just carry all that weight on our shoulders without erasing ourselves, without just losing ourselves within that, we can't just we can't accomplish everything we want to accomplish if our nervous system is completely dysregulated all the time and if you're thinking yeah but i'm so privileged to not have to deal with that firsthand it's the least i can do you're not giving you're not doing service to anyone by traumatizing yourself too because that's what can end up happening or just dysregulating your nervous system so much that you're also in survival mode even though it's not even happening to you the people it's happening to they yeah they do need help from people who are as infuriated as them about what's happening to them they need to see that you care they need to see that you see them that you hear them that you want better for them that you want them to build a better future or fix their problems, right? Whatever it is. Yes, that's needed. At the same time, as they are going through this, and as they will come out of this, they will need the help of people who aren't traumatized like them to heal and to actually see things from a more grounded perspective, to do the parts of the activism work that isn't, that, you know, that's like boring paperwork or something like that. Because, you know, traumatized and dis- brain and dysregulated 
nervous system and may not be able to fucking focus on that shit because it's just too caught up in the human experience and the and the trauma and the people that they know and that's okay but that is like that's why you have privilege to do things like that so don't just privilege is not something shameful to have it's important to recognize it um and pretty much every single human being has at least one right um even though obviously there's people who have a lot more than others including potentially you including myself absolutely but it's not something shameful to have and it's kind of like and enjoy your privilege use your privilege to actually help the people around you and that doesn't mean by subjecting yourself to as much horror as them when you don't have to do you see what i'm saying i hope you see what i'm saying and i hope that helps you out um so yeah maybe you're into a lot of different causes and that could also be something spirit is saying like try to focus on one thing choose one thing and there's no right choice you're still gonna feel like but what about those people what about those people that's always gonna stay with you okay you just have to trust that remember that you're just one person (laughs) you can't do everything and trust that like other people are gonna help the other causes and even if you can't do everything what you're already able to do is great it's really helpful and it's enough for you to feel proud of yourself and content with yourself, okay? Choose one issue that you really care about and dive deep with the books and everything else on that specific issue and try to be pretty precise. It's not something that's too broad, okay? Um, and focus on that specific thing for some time. I think that's going to be helpful. That's what Spirit is wanting you, asking you to devote yourself to next okay so that was temperance ace of wands in reverse seven of wands in reverse and five of wands in the reverse by the way i don't always say what cards i have those are not going to be part of the spread when you see it on the video but that's okay it was here we remember it okay so that is what i saw with the tarot okay and Hold on. Now we are going to. And of course, right after I said that, I'm like, actually, maybe I want those cards on the table. Felt weird to put them back on the deck. We'll see. Um, I feel like there's something that ha- hasn't been said. I'm like, what? I felt so confident that I was like, okay, that's it. Is there anything else that needs to be said? Spirit. Please let me know. Okay, Spirit is saying to always take care of yourself no matter what. And to not feel selfish for self-care. Yeah, that's important. Especially, you know, humanitarian or activist fatigue is really a thing. And when that happens, that's usually a sign that those people are not taking care of themselves as an individual enough. Like, if you're, think, but if you're thinking, like, I can't just allow myself with a peace of mind to, like, spend an entire evening just with myself and, I don't know, taking a luxurious bath and, or something and watching, like, dumb TV, when I know those people are out there suffering right now, you have to. 
You have to fucking figure it out, love. You have to. Because how are you going to live your life? And you're not meant to just sacrifice yourself to a cause, okay? Sacrifice is not devotion. It's not. And over time, if you show up in your humanitarian activist, whatever it is that, that you care about, work, if you show up and you're rested enough and you know who you are and you've taken care of yourself and you've treated yourself and you know all that kind of stuff, your work is going to be so much more impactful. It's going to be so much better. So everybody wins. Okay? Activism is not something that you do with a fucking capitalistic hustle mindset. No. You do not want activist burnout. Trust me. And you obviously you know that. But you have to like take pro you know you have to like start changing your perspective on things as a like preventive thing to so that we don't get there yeah so it is it does feel like a weird homework to you to be like figure out how to just have an evening to yourself or have time to yourself treat yourself to some luxurious ridiculous things where you're just happy and comfortable whilst other people are suffering, that's always the case, also, even before social media, like, or, you know, before we had good newspapers, or telephone, or whatever, there, there's always a fucking tragedy happening out there, and it's not that we don't care, obviously we do, but it's like, if we never allowed ourselves to live our life until, like, suffering stopped, or injustice stopped, or a violation of human rights stopped, we would just never live, ever, no one would ever do, and that like what's the point then of human existence okay joy happiness luxury beauty pleasure comfort joy they're all meant to be important parts of the human experience you need to fucking do that okay tune into your venus sign okay seriously um you need it (laughs) okay so yeah now that feels complete that feels great Let's actually look at your oracle cards that we've pre-pulled at the beginning of, well, that I pre-pulled before I started recording, um, that I mentioned at the beginning of the reading. So I have two cards. Again, as a reminder, I did not look at them. I don't know what they are. I'm like in the suspense just like you right now. Um, because <laughs> I like doing it like that. And sometimes there's synchronicity to the rest of the reading. That's fun to get. And you get my reaction. Um, but we'll see. I have two cards from the... There's actually Tones of Pink in both of those decks. Interesting. I have two cards from the Work Your Light Oracle. And I have two cards from the Oracle of Greek Gods and Goddesses. Okay, which that other one, the Greek Gods and Goddesses, I don't use very often. I feel called to use it now. So interesting. Let's reveal your... And these are kind of like just cards of advice. Okay, or like a closing message. Let's reveal your Work Your Light cards first. We have answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? And you have sisterhood of the rose, beauty and devotion. Oh my God. Priestess, mystic, teacher. And it is 44.44 in the recording time when I said that. Okay, awesome. Wow, okay. And then let's reveal your Greek gods and goddesses cards. They're both in reverse, but I don't think there's meant to be reversals in this deck. We have Zeus. Is that how you say that in English? It sounds weird, but... And we have Aphrodite. What did I say? You need Venus in your life. You need her. <laughs> Tap into your freaking Aphrodite energy. And just please and pleasure yourself. Yes, like that. You heard me. 
Um, <laughs> answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? I feel like a lot of that we may have talked about already, but there could be something else that you kind of know that's at the back of your mind. You know, when I'm reading this to you or when I first read this to you, answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? If there's something that popped up in your mind, like you saw something in your mind, even if you don't understand how that's connected, that's what it is. There's something about that, that your soul is calling you to do something about, or to pursue something further, or dive, dive deeper into it, or whatever. Okay, so you know what that is. If you don't know yet, that's okay. Think about it, you can meditate on it. You can meditate on it when you're taking that luxurious bath. And obviously the bath thing was just one example, it could be that, it could be something else. Self-care is really a broad um, thing. And if you're in therapy, you can actually talk about that in therapy. I encourage you to do that, to have a session where you're talking about how to take care of yourself better, what are some options for self-care that you could try out, could be a great fit for you, okay? And do not, you know, when we're saying self-care for you, it's like not engaging with like content about like your causes, like not on social media or have a feed or an account where there's no, nothing about that. No podcasting, no news reading, no like YouTube video essays watching. No. Now. <laughs> Don't. Because <laughs> that's not true self-care then. Okay? <laughs> and then we have Sisterhood of the Rose, Beauty and Devotion, Priestess, Mystic, Teacher. And we're going to read the message for this card in the booklet, Okay? because I want to know more and I feel called to do so. Oh, I almost opened the booklet at the right page. Okay. The Sisterhood of the Rose is a lineage of priestesses and mystics who devoted their lives to serving humanity and seeding light consciousness all over the earth. A cross-section of ancient lineages, it is the path of devotion and beauty. <laughs> Cannot believe there's devotion in here. Walking this path means being devoted to seeing and creating beauty wherever you go. The rose symbolizes the heart and the sacred geometry of all life. You are being called to notice the beauty around you, particularly in nature, and hear the whispers of Mother Earth. You are being called to spend more time in nature as all the ancient secrets live there. Mother Earth is constantly whispering. Spend time admiring her creations and you will be rewarded with insight and grace. You are being called to take a little more time to both notice the beauty that exists all around you and contribute to the beauty of the world in your own way too. This could be through your own creations or in the little things like how you dress to picking flowers for your home. Every time you devote your time to creating beauty, you harmonize the planet a little more and the shift in vibration can be felt. And it says surround yourself with beauty and create beauty wherever you go. Yeah, okay. Wow. And the fact that you have this and goddess Aphrodite, who's the goddess of love and beauty, is like double confirmation. That almost feels like the exact same message. I'm very... Um, Aphrodite could actually be one of your spirit guides, okay? Uh, you, you know, feel free to try talking to her or something or ask her to send you a sign or some other Venusian type goddess because there's many different ones, obviously Venus herself or... Um, there's many different kinds of mythologies or whatever, right? Um, yeah, Aphrodite could be one of your spirit guides, which is interesting. There's there's something, there's something here that's like part of your purpose, part of your life path, part of who you are, who you're meant to be, that you haven't really explored that much. 
and actually starting to value pleasure, value comfort, value beauty, and invest time in that is going to, you're going to start tapping into this part of yourself that you didn't really know before, that you didn't allow yourself to explore. And that's going to be like a big, big reveal to you and going to give you clear insight of what you're, what kind of life you're meant to live or how you want to live your life or what kind of work you're meant to do. It could even be like a life purpose thing. I'm wondering if you have, like, you could have something like um, Taurus North Node, um, Libra North Node, but maybe to a lesser extent, like Tor- um, North Node conjunct Venus. I'm seeing North Node trying Venus. Um, you could be a, that's not an astrological thing, but you could be a Venusian starseed. That's one of the lesser known ones, but there, I had seen a video about that online once and I was like, that's actually really, really cool and really interesting. So either way, the label or something doesn't matter, but there's something about beauty and devotion and creation and that kind of thing that you were meant to do and that's a really really great place for you to be in yeah mm-hmm. wow oh this is so cool <laughs> this is why it was so important for me to say like the whole self-care thing and take care of yourself and have comfort and create self-care moments of pleasure and love and joy before i reveal these cards yeah everything is as it's meant to be <laughs> And then with this Zeus card, I mean, to me, that's just, that's kind of the energy I was getting from the Justice card and, you know, in the beginning, just like about this, like, and he's number one, like his card is not the number one, but obviously he's also number one in that sense. Um, oh, there's a zero card in the deck, but you know, he's number one. <laughs> you know, it's this like boss energy, masculine energy, well, not necessarily masculine, but boss energy you know it's a saturn energy that's what it is okay even though no zeus is supposed to be jupiter but his energy here and especially the way that he's illustrated on the card feels a bit more saturnian to me um yeah okay so what do i do i want to read from the book anything else Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah Zeus is about authority and power and ruling. Oh my god, Zeus is about ruling because he rules like the Olympians and your Sapphire, which the Zeus card is right next to the Sapphire card, is about royalty. Are you kidding? Were you royalty in a past life? You definitely could have been. Maybe you are royalty. Or maybe you're like distantly related to royalty and you don't even know it. And it's like it's part of your blood, love. Or if you have one, uh, something I'm getting, if you have one parent that you never really knew that was absent in your life, they might have been related to royalty and you don't know. Maybe they knew, like probably kind of distantly, but still it's part of your blood, it's part of your energetic lineage. Yeah. You could have your lunar nodes in the Leo Aquarius axis in your birth chart as well. Um... Mm. yeah I mean I feel like we've talked enough about this like position of authority and success so I don't feel called to read anything about Zeus in the booklet this booklet is pretty it's a lot mm-hmm. let's see maybe Aphrodite
you know what? No. I there was I what I was feeling, and that's kind of strange, but um, I was feeling like this. I was like, this book is overwhelming. There's way too much written in it, and there's way too many like things to choose from. I don't even know what to read, what part to read, and I think that's actually because you're not really. Obviously, we said Spirit said earlier, if you have a cause, you're into read books about it. But when it comes to your self care. And your pleasure and your love. This is just about you being love. Bathing in love. See, that's why we keep... Adam, why do we keep talking about the bath? There's something about the bath, either literally or metaphorically. <laughs> yeah, just be love. Just be. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't have to be more complicated than that for you. Just be and be love and loved. Hmm. Well, that's a beautiful reading and this is where I'm going to wrap it up because that's all I'm getting for you and that feels like a fitting place to end on. Um I hope that you enjoyed this reading Aquarius. I hope that this was helpful um and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review or how many ever stars you want to give. Um because it helps me out and it helps more people find the podcast um so if you think these uh, readings would be beneficial to more people you can also just share with the people that you know around you follow the podcast to get more and also to see what am i going to come up with with next month's series which is going to be an aquarius theme because it's aquarius season which also happy birthday again if you're an aquarius sun and um <laughs> if you'd like to get more from me uh, if you'd like to see your cards, head over to my Instagram, follow the instructions I gave earlier, follow me on there, you can subscribe to me on YouTube as well, although I'm not too sure where, that, where I'm going with that right now, but I have a bunch of, I have a lot of like older content on there that's really rich and um, really awesome, including tarot and astrology, so feel free to go check that out. I'm at Neptune and Serenity everywhere. If you'd like to send me as a tip, a tip as a thank you for this reading, you can do that. There's a link to do that down below. That's appreciated, never mandatory or expected. Um, if you'd like to work with me one-on-one to get a private, more personalized reading, either on this or something else, or to get to know who you are better with your birth chart, um, you know, we could look into like what is this Venusian thing in your natal chart because there's probably something going on. And um, maybe also like what the things that you're struggling with, like how to let go of certain things. Like I, that's definitely something we can look into. Astrologically speaking, that's that would be really great. Um, I think I can help you with that. So um, yeah, and sometimes I have all kinds of other offers to see what I'm currently offering. The details of my current offers and how to book. There's a different link to do that down below. I'd love to have you. And um. I think that's it. I think I said everything. I think I said my whole spiel. So if you're still here, thank you. Um, I'm sending you so much love. Okay, take care of yourself. And um, because you're fucking awesome. And you deserve all the love in the world. And you're doing great, sweetie. Essentially. <laughs> Alright, that was your tarot reading for this time. And I'll see you next time, my loves. Bye! <laughs>